Welcome to the Win the 16 podcast presented by Pygon One Consulting. This is your go-to podcast on optimizing your day. The Win the 16 podcast features discussions on leadership and coaching, personal and professional development, as well as discussions on the modern work culture and engaging employees in hybrid and remote work environments. Your hosts are Dave Pygon, president of Pygon One Consulting, and his brother, Dr. Bud Pygon, anesthesiologist at the University of Illinois at Chicago. On today's episode, Dave shares some tools and tips to improve your time management skills. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Win the 16 podcast. Thank you all for listening. And as always, thank you to Carrie and the team for all their work behind the scenes. It is officially summer. Hopefully everyone's off to a great summer. And that is one of the reasons why we decided to talk today about optimizing our day and in, in time management. Summertime is an amazing time of the year, especially for us here in Chicago. Uh, we just absolutely love it. Uh, we cherish these moments as we reflect back on those cold, snowy days in the winter. With that said, I know some companies have Fridays where they're done uh, half days, they're done at two o'clock, which is incredible and it's awesome. I'm sure it's wonderful for culture and for people. With that said, that does cut some time out of their days, for example, and I'm sure priorities, things they wanna work on and goals uh, never go away. So how do you fit it in? We thought we'd have a podcast today and I'll be flying solo and discuss time management. It's in the Win the 16 book, uh, principles and strategies to optimize your day. It's got its whole chapter because it's imperative, it's critical. I know many people listening have days between their work life and their personal life that they feel like they're just hanging on. <laughs> One hand around a, a, a tree just hanging on, trying to survive that day. Let me first by telling you that's normal, natural, and I would say most of us have those days. So hang in there, it's okay. The discussion today is how can we have potentially maybe some of those le less of those days, or how can we take control and own time, our time more effectively, better? And everyone listening, I do not want to come across or communicate that in a negative fashion. Time is precious. It's real. It's hard. There's so many things pulling at us. What I'm conveying today is this is a positive, positive uh, podcast. Maybe there's just some things that we can find to give us back a little bit of time where we would, would like to get some things that we want to accomplish. I always talk about with clients is that mentality, am I flourishing today or am I surviving? Am I on the offense? Meaning, am I handling and doing a lot of things that are my priorities, my self-development, helping the company, working through the goals that are important? Or am I on the defense and I am on everybody else's agenda? 
it, it's going to happen in the real world we live in. That's just factual that we are going to have to spend time on other people's agendas and priorities. The question is, how do we get it all in? So that's what we're having it today. Today's going to be a quick podcast. It won't be very long because we thought we'd just throw a couple things out there that potentially are hindering our time management. Not all of them, but there might be one or two that jump out to you and say, yeah. So we'll start right out of the gate with this one. Email. Are we that person who jumps on email first thing in the morning and before you know we're an hour into our day and we've played defense the entire morning? I am not here to instruct anyone exactly how to manage their email. All I am here to say is, is there an opportunity to get a priority goal knocked off our plate before we dive into the world of email? I read somewhere that people check email 28 times in a day. I actually thought it might even be more here nor there. The point with that is, have we ever thought about scheduling when we're going to check our emails and hold to it? I was having a discussion with a client on this and they brought up a very fair point on this because a very successful woman client. And she's like, how do I do that? And one of the things that we came up together was, the people that who are in our lives more uh, often, whether it's daily or weekly, maybe they should. we should tell them about what we're doing, communicate them. If they're our employees or our boss saying, I'm gonna set certain times during the day where I'm checking email. Nine o'clock, 11, one, three. Anything you send between those windows, I'm not gonna get it there. I just wanna be respectful to you and let you know. And the reason to do that is I'm, I want to be more productive. I want to work on the things that I need to work on for the business, for the goals that I need to attain in my priorities. So that's an idea. Schedule your times where you're going to check your email. Uh, might want to consider that with text as well, because that could be just as conflicting to us in terms of managing our time. Social media, I mentioned that. I think we all know that can definitely be a, a potential problem for us. The other one I wanted to throw right away is there are certain people in our lives that are tremendous, wonderful people, but they steal time out of our lives. They're what we call time thieves. I am not saying we eliminate them from our life. What I'm saying, the people in our world, professionally and personally, if every time they call or reach out, it's going to be a 30 minute conversation. Maybe we reframe, reframe that with them and we cut that down to 10 or 15 minutes. That just gives you 15 or 20 minutes. So that is just for everyone out there to think about who in our lives, when we communicate, they definitely steal a tremendous amount of our time. And if we added it up, that could be an area where that could help us because again, this time situation and handling for everybody out there, I know it's hard for me. I'm sure it's hard for you and time is precious. So it's just another thought if we could frame that with those people, not eliminate them because they're, they're part of our lives. We, we, they're for whatever reason, we love them or they're, if it's personal or if it's from a professional, they're employees or whoever it might be, but could be very impactful. Mismanaged meetings. I wish we could create a 
very unrealistic, but in the world of business or just meetings in general, I wish we, when we say a meeting is from one to 155, I wish there was some kind of way we could, throughout all businesses and communications, at 155, that Zoom or Teams call or phone call, it immediately cuts off. Because too many times when I have conversations with people about this, that I coach or in group sessions that I work with, you hear very routinely people still saying, oh, these meetings always run over, whatever have you. I think that's one of those things. If we're in charge of meetings, it might be an opportunity for us to look in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm in charge of this meeting. I am going to commit from now on. I'm not going over. And instead of having meetings, say, for example, from one to two o'clock, how about if we reframe that? And from now on, our meetings are from 1 to 150 or 155. So we give people that five minutes or 10 minutes to get to their next meeting potentially. Because we know many of us are going back to back meetings. That might be an idea. To, but again, that's something we only can control ourselves and some of the people around us. But that might be an idea to bring up with others. Can we reshape and reframe? frame in our organization, small, medium, or large, this piece of time management and how we structure our meetings. And if we aren't able to manage that meeting well enough to get in everything, well, that's maybe our, if we're running the meeting, take the accountability. I'm going to own it. Everybody, there's one thing we're not going to cover. I'm going to email it to you because I want to be respectful of the time that was set for today. So you're not late for your next meeting or whatever is next on your plate. Learn to say no. Personally and professionally, times it's something we all have to do better, uh, I would probably say, is learn how to say no. Warren Buffett says successful people pretty much say no to everything. <laughs> I, I chuckle when I say that because I don't think that's realistic, but I do appreciate his point that he says successful people are very, very good at saying no. Uh, so it's just something for all of us to think about. I, that leads me to Steve Jobs uh, on this time issue, which again, I wanna say it's precious, it's challenging, it's tough. I know I, I'm just like you all. I feel like sometimes I'm just hanging on, trying to get through the day with this time piece. But Steve Jobs said, you can allow time to impose its will on you or you can impose your will on time. I really love that. And it really is saying, take ownership of it. You're in charge of your time. Be accountable, own it, own it. Monitor micromanagement, whether it's home with family, friends, or at work. Trust people, trust them. If they can routinely let you down or miss what they're supposed to be doing, that might be an opportunity. Maybe I didn't explain it well enough. Maybe I, whatever that might be. Well, then that might be a different situation. But give those trust people to do what they're supposed to do. Let them take care of it. Let them be responsible for their job. We can't do everybody's jobs at home and at work. And I know for some of us out there, that's hard. That's hard. I, I get it. I understand. 
But that could be an opportunity. Again, if you own in your time, it might be an area where you can pick up a few minutes in your day. I think the gossip articles, television, I know my wife and I, Susan, we enjoy certain shows and I think that's critical and it's a really a fun time when we do get to watch some of these things. Uh, Secession was really popular with us uh, this last and final season, even though we didn't love this season, by the way, and I don't want to give anything away, but we do have that in our lives. But is anyone overdoing it? That's the point. And only you know that. And that's where if you take an analysis and really chart your day and see where you're spending your time, you might find some areas where, ooh, I could tweak that here. And when you do chart your day and really do a deep dive analysis, you need to look at your day, not only during the week, but your weekends as well. So I'm gonna take a real quick break and we'll be right back to finish up with a couple more tips on optimizing your day and time management. Thank you for listening to Win the 16. For our listeners residing in Illinois, contact Nick DiOrio of American Family Insurance for quotes on your auto, home, and life insurance at 815-436-7474. If you're enjoying the Win the 16 podcast, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. To find out more about Pygon One Consulting, please visit pygon1.com. Welcome back to Win the 16 podcast. Thank you for listening. I'm going to jump back into some other things on how do we optimize our day, trying to fix everyone else's problems. Probably need to do a nice job, better job. Many of us is delegating. Overscheduling. That's a big one. That might be a tip. Take a look at that. Are we overscheduling our days? Again, studying Warren Buffett, he schedules hours and hours, keeps it completely wide open. Again, I, I totally understand it. I am not Warren Buffett. I am not even in the same sentence as Warren Buffett. And I'm sure many of you out there feel the same way. Again, I just believe what he's saying is set time aside. Set it aside. I'm just having this conversation with a leader and they have new hires, new employees, and they tell them, hey, don't worry about the numbers right off the bat and performance. Just get better at your job. And I, I, I Challenge that back a little bit. I said, that sounds great and it sounds wonderful. But a lot of these people you hiring are so ultra competitive uh, and talented and so used to being successful. That sounds great, but they can't function that way. So one of the things I said is maybe we pull the page out of Warren Buffett's book and maybe you force it saying these hours every day or once a week from this time to this time is completely on your development. That's it. And I want to know what you do. So I'm going to force it. I need to know you're just spending time on getting better at this new job that you're taking on and put away and not worry about the sales numbers. Just an idea that I thought when her and I were going back and forth, a way to get that with our new hires who really, we just want to get better at the job. The other stuff and the performance will come back. I thought that was interesting. 
This one, non-urgent functions. If we need to get some priorities done and get focused back on the goal, something that could be done the next day or the next week and still make sure we meet our deadlines, we might have to do that even though we want to get this off our plate. Uh, one example I give you, I would like to share with you is, let's say you have a deadline that you just want to get it done for your boss, or maybe you have to do a certain report and it's a Monday and it's due Friday, but you haven't got to your goals or priorities on this Monday, but you're like, man, I really want to, I really want to get this done. I would challenge it. That's not urgent. You could clearly set that in your schedule tomorrow, Tuesday, to ensure the goal or the more important priority for the, that day is attacked. I am a firm believer in drawing the red line. If there's deadlines on things, I personally, if something's due at 12 o'clock, I don't like to wait till 11 o'clock. Uh, email, technology, who knows? Because uh, I, I personally hate being late and letting people down and disappointing them. Hopefully, there was just some things to think about that could potentially be hindering all of our day, our opportunity that in our days to optimize and work on our time management, things that are hindering us, as well as I was sharing some things that could help us. I'd like to share some more things to help. Plan, plan, plan your day. I started the podcast talking about those companies out there that um, people are done at two o'clock. Those couple hours that are, you're now not working that you did in the fall, winter, and spring, that productivity it's going to take really, really good planning to ensure you get done what you ultimately need to get done. I also think about this. I know this is this in the book. I talk about a healthy lifestyle and win the 16 principles and strategies of your day, because I believe to win your day and optimize your day, your mind and body to be optimal have to be good. We know when we exercise, it not only helps us physically, but cognitively it helps us. The data supports that. And to have the energy at two, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, we need to have that mind and body in sync so we can be continue to be our best selves, not just to finish our work days off, but to lead into our night with our families. We owe it them. We owe it to them to have that energy, to have a nice evening. I think that's that's imperative. I know I get Susan and I are invited to people's houses more of in the summertime, barbecues more often, obviously being in Chicago, even though we do barbecue in the wintertime, we still use our grill. Our nutrition kind of, we could overeat sometimes. We could eat some stuff we normally don't eat in our, in our existence. But what I will tell you, what we do is we know that. Well in advance, we know we're going to so-and-so, we're probably gonna eat a little bit more than we normally and things we normally wouldn't eat, we plan ahead of time. So we might eat a little bit less the day before. Or the next day, we might have a little longer fast to make up for that because we know. So we still enjoy the heck out of it, love our meal, have an amazing time with friends or family, but we're planning for it, we're thinking about it. We don't leave that one lead going to four or five. Hopefully that's just something to think about. Critical items have to go first in our days. However you manage that, we talked about maybe not checking email first thing, that has to happen. Critical items in your day. I routinely communicate to people, 
Try to win your day by 10 o'clock. That might not be realistic, but maybe that's at least getting in your brain is, am I winning? Am I doing things to win my day by 10 o'clock? If time management, you're looking at it, the more you think about it, is a true authentic problem, that's okay. That's okay. That's just an opportunity. We all have many opportunities to grow and go from maybe okay to good at it or good to great. If anyone out there says this, I would like you to think about time management as an opportunity optimizing your day. If you ever say this, I would really like to do that, but I don't have time. I am going to throw a challenge across to you on the podcast. I, th I think that's an opportunity you need to investigate. If it's really something, if you really want to do it, I threw this out to a client the other day. I said, if you really want to spend time on leadership development with your team, let's do it. We can make time if it's important. Now, if it's really not important, then I get it. We won't make time. But if it's truly an authentic, genuine opportunity for your leaders who are really good, an opportunity to be out of this world, let's do it. We can make time. We can find it. We have to micromanage this together time schedule, but we can do it. We can't find it. So I would throw that out to you. There's something you want to do out there in your personal or professional life. That is the opportunity that you need to investigate and see how, where, what, why, and see if you can find it. Well, one of my good friends, very successful businessman, has a great family, he said something, I didn't think about it, but it makes a lot of sense. And he said, I just, for me, summertime is easier. And I said, well, why, why is it? He goes, I can get more done. I said, interesting. I go, tell me more. Cause a lot of people feel they're getting pulled in more directions in the summertime. And he goes, because the sun's out so early. I'm not driving to work in the dark anymore. I don't get up to go for a walk or a workout in the dark any longer. He goes, it's so much easier. He goes, just with my body, as soon as the light hits me, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm more energized. The light being lighter at the end of the day, coming home and into the evening, easier if I don't get my workout in the morning or my walk, I can do it later. He was looking at it from that perspective. I thought that was a good point, so I thought I would share. Well, everyone, I would just like to recap and thank you for listening to Win the 16 podcast today. First, wish you all a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, beginning to your summers. It's going to be a great one, a safe one, and a wonderful one, hopefully all. Acknowledge time. It's real. It's hard. It's challenging. There's no easy answer to it. The easy answer is I wish I could just give all of us an additional hour to our day, but that's not real. That would be fantasy land. What we can do, though, is we can acknowledge time is precious. It's hard but let's own it. Let's continually look at opportunities to find more time. And this might be an opportunity for us to call and let certain people know, if you, if you need something urgent for me, you've got to call me or text me because I'm not going to respond. If you're one of those people who respond to email right away, when someone sends it, you feel obligated to immediately send something because you feel like you might be letting them down. Why don't you reach out to those people and say, Hey, I need to be a little more selfish with my time. If you need something urgently, can you let me know? 
Because otherwise, I might not respond like I normally do. Normally, I respond to you within an hour or two. And they'll probably say, oh, yeah, yeah. And if you ask them, do most people do that? They're probably going to say, no, you're one of the few. Well, for my own development and managing my party times, I'm going to, it's going to take me a little longer. So if you need something urgent, let me know. They'll probably be great with it. Let others do their job. Learn to say no. Time management is an opportunity. Plan your days. Prioritize. Be careful with checking email and texts too often. Watch out for those time thieves out there that are stealing your times. See if you can reframe that relationship. In closing, thank you for listening to Win the 16 podcast. Thank you for those who have bought and read Win the 16 Principles and Strategies to Optimize Your Day book. We so, so appreciate you. The audio book is coming really, really, really soon on Amazon. Uh, we'll notify everybody on LinkedIn, but you can start checking because it's going to be out here really, really soon, the audio book. So really excited. So people on their walks, working out, driving into work at the airport will have the opportunity to listen to the Win This 16 podcast as well as go back to it. Maybe there's a certain chapter that you want to dive into you'll now have that ability. So the audiobook is coming really, really soon. Thank you for listening to Win the 16 podcast, everybody. And please, Win the 16. Thank you for listening to the Win the 16 podcast presented by Pygon One. Please follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Episodes will be released every other Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central Time. Thank you and go Win the 16.